and welcome to the 22nd episode of Let's Talk Cricket podcast. I'm your host Devang Naik and joining with me from Goa are Rahil Malgaonkar, Raj Romani, Vaden and a new member to our panel Clinton Rebello. Uh so in this episode we'll be talking about the week 2 round up where all the teams from the bottom of the table uh, that is from KKR to the number 1 team uh, CSK. So obviously uh, let's start with the Kolkata Knight Riders at the number 8 position. with uh, just winning one game out of five definitely very very disappointed with the uh, kolkata night riders performance as a fan you know i'm quite disappointed and especially because the kind of start we had uh, fr- uh, at the start you know we started off really nicely i think uh, uh side was quite sorted up i mean sorted and uh, we had all the all rounders and it was a quite balanced side you know so it look like a pretty good uh, side but i don't know what happened in the next match i think um, they just lost their consistency or they just um, they're not performing well and talking about the captaincy um, owen morgan's captaincy has been pretty average i would say or oh, i was a below average captaincy because the second match against rcb varun chakravarty got two wickets and then he was he wasn't given an over uh, then the fast bowler was uh, bought in so i i don't understand this captaincy and uh, approach hasn't been you know aggressive it, it uh, even even the match yesterday against uh, you know the match yesterday they they weren't looking aggressive at all you know especially the openers uh, shubman gill nitesh rana it looked like they are playing to save their wicket did they don't look aggressive at all the only players who look good is dinesh karthik and andre russell who looks at least they're trying their best other than that even even pat cummins other than that other players doesn't look into a good touch even sakibal hasan hasan you know doesn't look into a very good touch and talking about the side the squad uh, we had a pretty good auction we got some really good players i don't know you know it's it's a um, below average gameplay in this especially in this three in this four matches uh, so I, so i think you know they should uh, kind of get their side right and i i personally feel right now you know there's a need of a extra batsman i think teams tim cypher's uh, uh, you know addition in the team will be better so and i'm i'm saying this because you need an opener who's aggressive shubman gill doesn't look like in a doesn't look in a good form so i don't know some major changes i'm expecting in tomorrow's match against punjab uh, and hopefully you know they are consistent and uh, another thing is the bowlers the fast bowlers in the opening overs they are not getting wickets at all then that's another issue we have to solve so Uh, they they have to get it all right and uh, start winning matches and what about uh, you know keeping the last uh, the last i mean the death overs for andre russell i mean he's been really expensive yes he's be, uh, he's been very expensive and uh, i i personally feel that you know andre russell is not actually meant for the death overs uh, and uh, prasid krishna should be you know shown confidence uh, you know at the death and even pet comments will be good 
but uh, even in yesterday's match if you see the kind of bowling changes you know uh, morgan made it it wasn't expected by a world cup winning captain doing like this you know people always criticized dinesh karthik last year but this year i think morgan even in, in his batting you know he's been quite disappointing uh, if you see his batting form not been getting runs and i think one of the major reasons why kkr is losing the match so they, they they should you know kind of um, first of all the opening the in, in their power play it always has been issue from the last season itself the power play should be you know they should get a good start the opener should be aggressive and uh, once you have a good start you know our middle order is very strong and if you don't have a good start uh, there's a huge pressure on the middle order and even they tend to you know um, get out so i think first of all we have to sort the top order uh, you know batting issue the top four should perform especially shubman gill and uh, i don't know if they are planning with the same openers or they are uh, you know trying to you know change the openers i don't know what's going to happen next match but uh, firstly they should you know be aggressive at the top and even the opening spell um someone like pet comments or whoever is bowling in the opening spell should get wickets and do you like uh, sunil narain batting at number 4 i mean at the top order or do you I mean, do you think he should bat at the lower order and just finish the matches see the reason why sunil narain is not opening the batting is uh, last year's because of his last year's performance uh, and that is because you know all the bowlers now nowadays know his weakness that is the bouncer and um, you, you can see you know every every bowler you know tend to ball bouncers and he can't get it right at all he can't pick the bouncers at all so that is one of the reason you know he bowlers know their know his weakness right now so right now what i am you know what i would suggest is you know they can get someone like kuldeep yadav into the side because you know Kuldeep Yadav is a, a um, experienced player right now. It's been like four, five years he's been playing for India, and he's been really good. He's not been getting opportunities, and uh, I'm. I think they should get some uh, an extra batsman or uh, someone like uh, Ben Cutting will be good, or Tim Seifert into the side will be a good addition, uh, and he can bat at the top order. Some changes should be made in the top order. That's what I think. Uh, right, and a collectively disappointing performance by the Kolkata Knight Riders. We are done with KKR. Now let's move on to the seventh position now in the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Uh, they've played five matches. They've won one after the three match loss. They've opened their account in the in their fourth match against the Punjab Kings. Uh, if if I looked at their performance versus the Punjab Kings, they look they were chasing and uh, they looked like uh, they found an approach, you know, to chase. Uh, with you know sensibly and i thought now they've now they're getting there now they know how to chase uh, unlike the way they've played in the first three matches so uh, they've dropped manish pandey now he, he hasn't played for the last two matches and against uh, P- the punjab kings and now against the uh, delhi capitals against delhi capitals uh, they they now started playing the the way they've played in the first three matches uh, again they were chasing and uh, they you know It, they bottled the last five overs, but Kane Williamson—he was the only one, uh, you know, you to hold up his innings. So, 
what do you think the problem is with sunrisers hyderabad i mean they're getting to chase matches now so it's the same it's the same pattern right the way they're losing so what i personally feel is uh, sunrisers hyderabad have not got their combination right they need to sit down once again and make an assessment because the match yeah. against punjab had punjab had to get even say 15 runs more they would have struggled and if punjab had to get breakthroughs uh in the middle they would have once again struggled it was their top 3 only who got them through and today again david warner got run out unfortunately which uh, again led to another collapse and eventually the match going into a super over only because of suchit so sunrisers need to uh see sit together and see what changes they need to do i feel they should get in manish pande instead of uh, virat singh kedar jadhav needs a little more uh, game time in the middle for him to get going he's a match winner of course you don't uh, people may not agree uh, looking at his previous uh, season for csk but he's he has the experience in in him to you know uh, take matches deep and finish it uh, vijay shankar I, i don't know what's his role because he batted after rashid khan today so i really uh, don't understand the management and just after the match i was listening to david warner when he was asked about uh, manish pandey not playing so he said that the selectors took a call and it was very he used the term that it was very sad that uh, he could, he was not playing so i'm sure it was not david warner's decision to bench manish pandey because you spent 11 crores for him and you're benching him because he's your most experienced uh, indian player so i really feel the sunrisers management need to sit down and once again assess their team combination going forward and not to forget they are without natrajan they are without sandeep sharma and today they were without bhubneshwar kumar they really have a lot of problems going ahead yeah and the mr hitter you know abdul samad he's been struggling with a hamstring injury and about uh, manish pandey i mean it's actually really unfortunate the uh, that he's been dropped because he he did not perform poor you know the last uh, three matches that in that he was playing uh, sure he was not hitting the big shots he was i mean he 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 was hitting but his strike rate wasn't uh, up to the marks uh, and he couldn't take the sunrisers to the win so maybe they uh, must have uh, i mean based on that they must have dropped him but i i thought that they shouldn't he shouldn't have been dropped uh, and raj uh, do you think uh, now with uh, bhuneshwar kumar and nonat rajan as uh, clinton already said uh, do you think now with khalilin and uh, the other bowlers even vijay shankar has to bowl now do you think now they've been uh, you think now they're a little bit poor and they i mean the dangers of uh, you know not qualifying to the playoffs i mean it was really uh, certain if you if you saw them in the first three games that they played the way they've been playing of course of course uh, you know there is a lack of quality indian pacers uh, i mean there are many good pacers but of the international standard like you know bhuneshwar kumar bumrah of that level there are very few pacers and srh was lucky and fortunate to have someone like bhuneshwar kumar for over many years and he has been like the lead pace uh, bowler for over so many years so uh, missing him is a huge blow i am not sure whether the injury is Uh, you know like temporary or whether he could be ruled out for the 
Yes, we have done with the uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad. Uh, now let's move on to the number six team. That's uh, the Rajasthan Royals. So Raj, uh, they've played the five matches and they've won two. Uh, about uh, Sanju Samson's captaincy, uh, I mean, I mean that's not yelled him more results. But uh, do you think? Uh, I mean, he's captained the team well. Uh, that's his first time. Plus the way his uh, the bowling attack, the way they've been bowling at the death, or uh, his uh, role at the top order. Yeah, Sanju Samson as a captain so far, I have been really impressed with him. Uh, you know, he uh, he's a, he's a he's a leader who backs his players like anything. You know, in the first game when his uh, bowlers leaked a lot of runs, he had made a statement after when the interviewer was asking him about the runs. So he said, "Bowlers tend to get bowlers tend to leak a lot of runs, but we are there to score it back." So you know that attitude is something <laughs> which is uh, very good. I feel about him, and uh, you know even la- after last game when they lost, he was asked again, "How does how is he feeling after so many losses?" So he again said that uh, you know the, it is a long tournament and teams tend to lose. So. he is very positive that is one major aspect about him which i liked and uh, and even even other than that he has been so far his captaincy has been very impressive the batting order the sad part is even though every even though he has been giving his best as a leader they have been missing out on their major players losing someone like jofra archer and ben stokes is not easy for any team and not something that you can repair or fix easily so it was really unfortunate for them and um, i know the results are not going their way at the moment but there is very little that they can do at the moment today they even lost their fifth uh, overseas player who was there that is andrew tai even he went back to australia so overseas changes they have there is no option at the moment and even with the domestic uh, players i don't think there is much that they can do at the moment because uh, they have already brought in ssv jaiswal instead of manan vora and he has played a quite a decent knock in the first inning shivam dubey also has been doing quite well riyan parag also has been doing well it is just that they are not clicking together uh, it is just that they are not clicking together as a team and basically lot of uh, you know the luck is not on their side at the moment but i don't really think major changes are needed in the team uh, one could say kartik tyagi could be brought in but chetan sakaria has been doing so well so i don't really know how they can bring in uh, kartik tyagi so apart from that i don't think you know there are there is much many changes that they can do only execution part is where they lack at the moment and i really hope they improve on that and you know some some uh, uncontrollable things go in their favor and i really hope they sign some replacements soon because uh, it is understandable that they have lost big players but if they are not doing anything at all to correct it then it is not good on their part as well so one rumor is that or according to some reports they are going to sign rashi vandersen let's see if it comes true but he's a quality buy Uh, good and middle order so let's hope for the best yes absolutely uh, and now it's time for the punjab kings and uh, let i've already introduced you to a new member 
for our podcast today, Clinton Rebellum. First of all, let me ask you, Clinton, uh, why do you support the Punjab Kings? Ah, uh, well, Devang, I really don't have an answer, but I'll tell you how it all started. Uh, we are four siblings at home: my elder sister, my brother, me, and yeah. uh, my younger brother, Allison. So we were big cricket fans back then, and each one of us had to select one team. So my sister chose KKR, my elder brother chose Delhi, I chose Punjab, and uh, my younger brother chose Mumbai. So uh, my first two siblings stopped watching cricket. Uh, oh. due to whatever reasons and only Allison and I are the ones who watch cricket and we still continue to back our teams so i chosen punjab by default and still continue to back them what an answer <laughs> and i think you you and allison obviously <laughs> uh, we've heard a lot of stories about your rivalries on punjab versus mumbai games and uh, okay that's a, that's an that's a great answer and a smart answer and uh, okay now let me get to the point uh, punjab kings have played five matches uh, they've uh one two matches uh and yeah. the 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 last uh, they've uh, they've lost this week they've lost against the sunrisers hyderabad but they came back against the mumbai indians but uh, uh let's go into the auctions they were the highest they had the highest purse of uh, 50 crore or something and uh, i mean they could actually buy good overseas and experienced overseas players right but they they went with uh, two foreign bowlers both of them being australians but they had no experience here in the subcontinent in india uh, when it comes to t20 cricket of course uh, jai richardson he's been uh, he's a good bowler uh, for australia he's he's picked virat kohli and i think that's where uh, the i think that's where punjab must have uh, found the spark in him uh, but riley meredith uh, i think he has that pace but he hasn't he hasn't been uh, i mean up to the expectations for punjab kings a lot of runs being leaked by these two uh, do you think uh, clinton they could have obviously bought some good experienced overseas play, uh, overseas bowlers i would say i mean that's uh, that's an obvious answer right well uh, coming to the auction we prior to ipl 2020 everyone had their had their eyes on mitchell stark okay and everyone expected him to play this ipl considering the t20 world cup in october will be held in india but uh, to everyone's surprise he pulled out of the ipl thankfully he pulled out before the auction uh, unlike a, a few others who were a part of the auction and then pulled for uh, bid by teams and then pulled out later so with mitchell stark not being there the uh, resources that were available in the auction the fast bowling resources were very limited and punjab kings had a problem last year when kl rahul expressly said two days before the auction that he's looking to plug in the gaps and they want someone who can just come in and bowl raw pace so the pick uh, picking jay richardson in the auction was a good decision simply because yes he's not done well in uh, the three matches that he's played but we have to keep in mind that they've played at the vankadesh stadium which is like uh, a death sentence for the bowlers to put it uh, in literal terms so and also they bowled second in all the three matches so there was a factor of due as well so i feel it's too early to judge them judge uh, uh, riley meredith and jay richardson uh, they've been match winners in the bbl just held a couple of months ago in australia and i think 
you in the days to come and in the matches to come we'll see them uh, putting up a string of performances together i think the team management has gone with a fixed strategy and fixed combinations depending on the surfaces they are playing on you see in wankade they played with six proper batsmen and five proper bowlers then when they moved to chennai they dropped jai richardson and riley meredith brought in two all-rounders in moises hendricks and fabian allen and of course deepak hooda chipped in and so did arshdeep shami all backed it up really well even the match against srh i think if we had to get see another 15 to 20 runs more i mean you're batting with eight proper batsmen okay fabian allen came in at number 8 and the team scores 120 runs it's really really unacceptable i think kl rahul missed a trick wherein he won the toss and chose to bat playing playing on a surface which you have not played upon was one uh, tactical error which he corrected in the second game and uh, when uh, punjab won the toss and chose to chase everyone even the commentators were all very happy all the mumbai fans were very happy saying oh mumbai has got this one but you see when the bowlers were without any pressure they people like moises hendricks and deepak hooda bowled what five overs in the power play and just gave away 18 runs so uh of course when they move to ahmedabad the strategy will change i feel they'll drop uh, fabian allen and get in either chris jordan or uh, uh, jai richardson so yeah uh, two wins out of five matches a long tournament uh, uh, ahead and let's see how it pans out yes brilliant then great to have you uh, clinton uh, thank you in a, thank in a you. panel Yeah, and now let's move on to the number four. Uh, that's the Mumbai Indians. Uh, the, okay, the problem with Mumbai Indians is uh, they fail to set up good targets. But obviously, they've got difficult pitches there in Chennai, slow pitches. But they've played uh, five matches and they've managed to touch the one fifty score thrice. That's against the RCB, where they uh, they they lost against the RCB in their first opening match, obviously. Uh, and then against the Kolkata Knight Riders, uh, they've just posted a score of 152, uh, and they've defended it well against the Sunrisers Hyderabad as well. They've excellent bowling, but against the Delhi Capitals, uh, I think, and and the Punjab Kings, uh, these two teams have exposed the Mumbai Indians. Uh, that the the whole team uh, altogether. What the problem is? Uh, the last two years, Mumbai Indians that playing eleven has been constant. they haven't been making much changes uh, especially in the batting lineup the, i mean quinton de kock rohit sharma ishan kishan kiran pollard hardik pandya krunal pandya these players have been constant in the playing 11 uh, one i mean just one change in the batting lineup that has been saurabh tiwari in for uh, ishan kishan and then later uh, because of rohit's injury is uh, same again uh, saurabh tiwari otherwise they, they're not a fan of you know uh, making changes uh frequently chris lin has played his first match scored uh, 40 odd runs and then he's been dropped because quinton de cox quinton cox was back and he gives another dimension to the team where he he's a keeper but otherwise they have the batting is really poor they couldn't uh you know run with that strike rate they couldn't uh make it higher uh, now the problem was i mean the good thing about mumbai indians was they used to back their players because obviously the playing 11 they were they were match winning players they were champion players who won you two trophies on the trot 
but now what the thing is uh people are talking about uh not making changes and th- and backing the players the, the the reason is pretty simple if you go to see their bench strength there's no proper backup for the players that we have obviously if you talk about ishan kishan is not been in good form at all in this season and uh, if you if you want to replace him there's saurabh tiwari because he's been uh, he's been coming in and going out uh, in the last season so one person you can think of is saurabh tiwari but i still trust now ishan kishan uh, more than saurabh tiwari so and the other backup players are really i mean pretty uh, bad if you talk about krislin coming in for quinton dekok i think that's one change at least one change i could think of uh but then ishan kishan has to keep uh or krunal pandya the problem is the in the past in the past seasons krunal pandya has been a has been adding a great balance in the mumbai indian side in the in their playing 11 hardik pandya as well but now you can't rely on these two you can't rely on krunal pandya's bowling now since the, the since the series has been playing uh, against england and hardik pandya has not been bowling and he's not even surviving uh you know not even scoring runs so these two players uh out but the question is they don't the, the the problem is they don't have good replacements they have jimination instead of karan polar but karan polar i don't think he needs to go out if you go to see other players rahul shahar there's a replacement you can have piyush chawla in but uh obviously the, that's the problem you don't have much pack up players and the problem is again i've been saying it from the last season as well the problem in the middle overs while bowling the spinners and not the greatest spin bowling attack you'll see in the mumbai indians uh, lineup so and yeah and surikumar yadav he's been he's been hanging on there but he's not uh, giving mumbai indians a good total you know to defend or good total uh, even hardik pandya and karen polar as well they're not surviving so i think that's the main problem with mumbai indians and kuros to punjab kings and uh, the delhi capitals who've managed to expose them because obviously rcb played well in the first match but now they mumbai had won two out of two matches uh, against kolkata and hyderabad uh, the delhi capitals and the punjab kings managed to expose the mumbai indians they have now shown uh, that this champion team uh, is just champion within the as uh, a champions within the playing 11 but they have haven't uh, had a clear mindset a clear planning for you know the backup players and that's where you know it can uh, there can be a lot of problems for the mumbai indians ahead uh, but uh, we're known for bouncing back so that's the only hope we can keep for the mumbai indians so yeah so that's with the mumbai indians and now uh, the top two teams are delhi devils yeah can i make one bold prediction yeah yeah sure sure mumbai indians will not qualify for the playoffs this time and that's i'm uh, saying really it bold. in the second week second yeah. week the ipl mumbai indians are not going to qualify Are you saying this because you have a rivalry with your brother or no, no. because I'm, of the I'm, I'm saying this because Mumbai by the look of it seem yeah surely and utterly overconfident for the fact that mm. they say oh all our seven indian players are capped indians yeah. they've yeah. all played for india and we are invincible and that's the attitude that they're showing on the field even if you look at the way krunal pandya is batting i mean I don't know I don't know I have no words to say but uh, Mumbai Indians are not qualifying in the top 4 this season. Hey that's uh, that's a bold statement uh, made by Clinton whose brother is himself a big MI fan. So now let's uh, move on to uh, the number 3 team that's uh, the Royal Challengers Bangalore. They played 5 1 4 out of the first four matches they've played in the the fifth match 
against the CSK, literally, uh, CSK hammered the Royal Challengers Bangalore. But let's first look at the fourth match. They've, I haven't seen any team play as clean as the Royal Challengers Bangalore the way they've played versus the Rajasthan Royals. Uh, if you go to see the fielding, no drop catches. Uh, in the bowling, there were no no balls. And in, in the batting, uh, Virat Kohli and uh, Parikal, I mean, he scored his maiden 100. What an innings that was. I mean, and, and no wickets were fallen as well. So, uh, and then, uh, I mean, with that momentum, I could, you could f- make them, you could see them as the unbeatable team for the next match. But CSK, uh, CSK batted well in the first 10 overs. And uh, the Royal Challengers Bangalore managed to make a very healthy comeback till the 19th over. Brilliant over by Mohamed Siraj in the 19th over. Harshal Patel, before that, he bowled really well. But the, nine, the 20th over, 37 runs coming from it. Uh, exactly opposite the way they've played in the fourth match. The fielding wasn't good. The drop catches, no balls. And the 37 runs in the last over with, uh, I mean, Jareja really, I mean, they lost to just one person, it looked like. Uh, that's what Virat Kohli said. So Raj, uh, obviously, uh, they, they've played well, obviously, in the, I mean, overall matches. They played five matches. They played really well, the first four matches. But now with the momentum, they... Um, I think uh, CSK gave them a big blow, do you think? It all depends on how the team takes it. Uh, For the last two years, I mean, since uh, there has been a change in the management, you know, there is the atmosphere in the dressing room has been quite positive. And, you know, they take, as Virat Kohli has been saying over over the last two years, that they take one match at a time. So, if it indeed is true and if they do that, then I don't think today's match should matter. And I know they lost today, but uh, I'm not that upset about it because it was bound to happen. You know, you cannot uh, win all the games. And, you know, with such a weak team, which I have been saying RCB has built over the auction, uh, winning four games on the trot was a huge thing. And such losses are bound to, you know, happen again and again. And they tried their best. That is the thing I am quite satisfied about. In the sense, we could see the intent that Deodat Padikal showed right from the ball, right from the first over. And that is something, you know, that is the attitude, that is the kind of attitude I like, rather than taking it deep and keeping it for the last over. So, yeah, but obviously there are certain changes that are needed. So, you know, like one major change, I think... uh, I would prefer personally someone like Daniel Sams or you know Fabian Allen over Daniel Christian. So Christian so far has not been able to do much for the team, and I don't think moving on to Hyderabad also he will be able to contribute much. So that is one change definitely that I would like to see. And even Naudip Saini, his downfall over the last two or three years has been really sad. And he didn't seem in you know any rhythm today also. So I would like to see him dropped also. And you know Shahbaz Ahmed can come again. Uh, so those are the two changes which I would like to emphasize for now. And some other things which they have been doing right for so many days. But I think they messed up today. So like one, one thing was you know ABD Villiers coming into bat when there were still six or seven overs of spin remaining to go. I'm not saying he's a bad player of spin, but he tends to get out against spin. 
against fast bowlers is pretty good he doesn't really get out uh, very often and he tends to thrash them so you know you delay him as much as possible uh, his entry in the game and keep him away from playing the spinners so that they should have done today like you know for example sending someone like harshal patel mostly people will call me insane because of this but i would prefer someone like harshal patel at the time abd villiers came just to you know delay the entry of abd villiers because harshal patel wicket is you know not precious so even if that wicket fell it wasn't a big deal but he would have you know like he faced seven or eight balls today so even he if he had to do that it would have been quite good enough think lesser overs abd villiers had to face so that they have to bear in mind some other time and harshal patel he has been bowling good no doubt so far but as we know he is not a very great bowler he may be improving now but still a lot of work is left so he tends to get thrashed like this and one over shouldn't define him he has bowled very well in the whole tournament so let's see how it goes now they as they move to ahmedabad the things will be totally different Okay, so now the number two team, now Delhi Capitals, have just moved, just overtaken uh, the Royal Challengers Bangalore, and now they are number two position. They played two matches uh, this week, five matches altogether. They've, they've defeated the Mumbai Indians, uh, and now uh, they've defeated Sunrisers Hyderabad. I mean, Hyderabad, they look, they were cruising after the thirteenth over, but the way uh, Delhi bowlers they took the game till the end, and then they won because of the super over. Uh, what do you think about Rishabh Pant's captaincy? The way he's been handling, uh, especially the bowlers at the death, and obviously uh, the batting has been really good. I mean, the openers are doing well uh, in the middle order. I mean, he's contributing. Rishabh Pant's contributing. Do you think there's some kind of a change in his approach while batting uh, because of maybe captaincy, uh, the pressure on him? I feel he's just carried on his form from Australia. And he's brought it to the IPL. There is no, uh, does not seem to captaincy does not seem to have an effect on him right now. He just seems to be enjoying his cricket. Yes, he made a couple of uh, tough calls today. One being he gave uh, he didn't bowl bowl out Rabada. Rabada still had another over to go, I think, and he bowled out. He bowled Avish Khan in the 19th over, considered to be one of the most. Uh, game defining overs so he is backing the youngsters he's backing the indian talent along with and today as well akshar patel coming in at the right time for delhi so delhi at the moment look the most balanced side both on paper and on the field they've got six genuine uh, bowling options plus a solid batting lineup with shikhar dhawan prithvi shaw followed by steve smith you know excellent on wickets like chennai I don't know if they're going to play him uh, going forward. Oh, they're going to Delhi. Will they be playing in Delhi? No, they're going to Ahmedabad. So I don't think they'll uh, play Steve Smith. They may uh, look to play Andrich Nokia uh, and play an extra Indian batter in the form of uh, Ajinkya Rahane. So yeah, Delhi looking really good, and uh, they are one of uh, the favorites for this year's title. They should play uh, Nokia uh, going into Ahmedabad. because uh, in the recently concluded india versus england t20 series we saw what mark wood did with his raw pace on that wicket so nokia being a similar bowler in fact even a faster bowler than mark wood if the wickets uh, remain the same way then he will be very useful to them 
and as i have been always saying that uh, steve smith is not a great t20 batter it is you know it would be better if he is replaced by someone like lalit yadav number 3 can be occupied by hetmeyer and number 4 by pant and then there is obviously stoinis and akshar patel and lalit yadav can be fit in as and when the situation uh, you know according to the situation and i know it will be a little harsh but they already have two spinners and third spinner i don't know i don't think should play in uh, ahmedabad so instead of amit mishra they can get in nokia these are the two things i would like to see them changing and yeah they have been doing very well and like clinton rightly said rishabh pant has been backing indian talent and that is really great to see and even he has been you know coming little ahead uh, on top of the order like today since they got a very good start he came one down that was really great to see and he should you know continue that but apart from that like today also there were some tactical errors in the today's game srh had no off spinner so at number 4 they could have easily got in hetmeyer and they could have capitalized on that thing because a uh, two left left handers against someone like rashid khan would have been better and hetmeyer has very good records against rashid khan if you remember the last game he played for rcb in the year 2018 i think he won a game for rcb and he had thrashed rashid khan in that game so it could have been a good move but anyway they won the game so now in the hindsight no one would think about that but yeah i think that would have been a little better move yes that's pretty much with the delhi capitals Let's talk about the Chennai Super Kings. They've played five matches now and just lost one match against Delhi Capitals and are with a pretty healthy net run rate on the first spot. Uh, so, Vaden, let's uh, you know they've nothing, uh, not much problems about the Chennai Super Kings. Uh, uh, Jareja's performance has been playing brilliantly. Uh, let's talk about Jareja first. I mean, what do you think about his performance? And uh, this week, he's played against the Royal Challengers Bangalore today. Yeah, Jadeja has always been a key player for CSK. In fact, uh, they retained him at a point where they could have uh, given him away. So uh, they definitely value Jadeja, and Jadeja is actually repaying us back. Now I think uh, Dhoni has spoken about giving him more chances with the bat, and he's definitely making the most of them. He has scored quite well in the last two uh, tournaments. Actually, he was one of the top scorers in 2020, and also is doing very well with the bat this year as well. and as far as feeling is concerned jadeja has never become worse he's always getting better and better and he's been at his top performance now so that's really coming good for us and on wickets where spin weren't supposed to do well like at the wangkhede uh, jadeja has done really well with the ball he picked up three wickets yesterday and two key wickets with maxwell and uh, abd so he's really performing well for us as far as issues with uh, the chennai team is concerned i think the only problem is we are not closing out our bowling we didn't get kings 11 i mean uh, punjab kings all out and not did we get uh, rcb all out yesterday when we could have so i think uh, the bowling has to improve slightly towards the depth but uh, otherwise all in all it looks like a really good uh, team with uh, a very set plan so that's looking good for us and hopefully we uh, readjust our plan to the new venue in delhi now and uh, maybe we can continue from where we left off in mumbai so pretty pleased with the performance the one loss in the beginning we we've just li- forgotten about it and now we have to move a- ahead uh, do you think uh, you know uh, about dhoni's positions you know i mean uh, he's batting a bit late uh, but one match is played he's uh, uh, 
come ahead of uh, big hitters like you know Sam Curran or DJ Bravo Ravindra Jadeja uh so what do you think uh, is the ideal position for MS Dhoni in terms of uh, does, does he have to come as a finisher or you know just after the if a wicket falls after the 13th over or something you just need him to you know stay there till the end i think if uh, they are batting first it could be uh, ideal for him to come up the order because he has a lot of experience and he knows how to work the bowlers and which bowler to target so if you are batting first he could come up the order but uh, if you are chasing it would be better if he's down the line and batting when the the crunch end of the game is going on so it largely depends on how many runs are left or how many overs are left depending on which innings he's batting and i don't think there's any need to push him up the order because those who are up the order are doing a pretty good job and there's no need to change the order when everything's working right you know they say right if it's not broken don't fix it so i think we should not make any unnecessary changes because whatever formula we're using now is working quite well let's say and uh, what about uh, i mean imran tahir now you've seen him uh, bowl against the royal challengers bangalore today and uh, he's He's performed really, really well uh, on that one day pitch. But now, as you said, uh, the Chennai Super Kings are moving on to Delhi. So, would you take, would you keep uh, Imran Tahir in your side, or what about Moin Ali? I mean, he's been, uh, he did not play the last match because he was injured. So, what about Moin Ali, or would you drop DJ Bravo to, you know, take uh, Moin Ali as well as uh, Imran Tahir on a spinning track? Oh, uh, in fact. Uh, in fact uh, since mohin also has a lot to offer with the bat i think mohin will have a more priority over imran tahir but uh, having brought up bravo it's a question to think about because we do have pacers but bravo brings a lot of experience when it comes to death bowling and uh, in a situation where we have a lot of crunch games and the other thing is now at vankade we've had very uh, clear games we've won by big margins so we didn't really need bravo as much but uh, it could be a situation where it's quite tight and we need a good fast uh, we get, need a good uh, death bowler and in that case bravo would be ideal as far as tahir is concerned even though he's bowling well he doesn't really suit the 11 right now because there are people who are doing the same job as him so it won't be uh, necessary i think so soon to play him yeah and about the uh, i mean the indian pacers, uh, pacers. looking yeah. looking at the delhi pitch would you uh keep the indian pacers i mean obviously deepak chahar has been performing really well but shardul thakur i mean he's been a bit expensive uh would you yeah, uh, but... keep him in the playing 11 or there's a there's another spinning all rounder krishna pagotham i mean they've bought him for 11 crores so what do you think about him chennai is already playing two spinners by default and i don't think they'll need a third because if in case more overs of spinner required tony would feel very comfortable to give it to raina as well So uh, as far as Shardul Thakur is concerned I don't think it should be such an issue because Vankhede is a very tough bowler a, a pitch for him to bowl and it has been harsh on him I don't think we can really judge his performance based on uh, his performances on the pitch on on this pitch because uh, it has it's not an ideal surface for him he could do better obviously being an in- international and experienced bowler they should adapt to situation but I think it will be a little too soon to rule him out of the squad so i think i'd still go ahead with chadul takul only because he bring he has a lot of experience he bowled really well for us in the last tournament and uh, he can bat as well so i still stick stick around with chadul uh, takul he's a good fielder too and we've seen krishna pagotham uh, mess up in the field a couple of times already so i think uh, va- we value runs in the in the boundary as well so i don't think that uh, we should you know make such drastic changes Match done with the Chennai Super Kings. The number one spot pretty much uh, suits them. 
So yeah, thanks, Raiden. Yeah, pleasure. So we've done with all the eight teams for this week, uh, and now uh, I just want to just bring on to this topic where uh, you know Adam Gilchrist he has he had tweeted that whether it's it was inappropriate or important distraction uh, on him on the IPL amid the second COVID nineteen wave. I mean, what's your take on that? My personal opinion on this is that, uh, and just not Gilchrist. I've seen many. many other people on social media having a similar take see personally you can call my answer biased because i am a huge cricket fan and I, and ipl is like a huge thing for every cricket fan but i think my answer is pretty logical also and if not then anyone is free to tell me otherwise but i i do understand the country is facing a very tough time at the moment and we are facing a lot of deaths and all but the way i see it there is no connection at all between cricket and covid and i am saying that if in any single way uh, suspending or cancelling ipl could help covid then i would be all in for it but i don't think that is the case so in if in if such times such difficult times when we are surrounded with so much of negativity if we have like a sort of source of entertainment which gives us little joy then i think it is better for the mental health of all the people i do understand that it is a tough time but this is my personal take on it and it, it we shouldn't you know neglect the fact that this is also someone's profession and someone's livelihood it is the livelihood of all the uh, all the cricketers for the first uh, you know but many people will argue that they are already rich and all okay i do understand but it is it, it is also providing livelihood to the groundsmen who are associated with the tournament to the hotels that are associated to all the hotel staff and so on so you know it is it is not like uh, it is not doing you know i i don't see any connection so that is my personal take on that yeah i fully agree with raj in totality uh, ipl is has proven to be even last year it it lifted the spirits of the whole country and the world as well it broke all the possible viewership records that existed prior in all the other previous seasons of course the covid situation uh, in india was not as bad as it is now yes we all need to stay safe and stay protected and i feel ipl will reduce will drastically reduce the amount of people who are actually coming out uh, who would actually come out during the night and go and roam rather than they would play home and watching the ipl so as long as ipl is not hurting anybody or uh, you know depriving or leading to and contributing to the covid cases in india i feel the ipl should go on as it serves as a great distraction for say 4 hours out of the 24 hours that are there in the day and uh, it as raj rightly pointed out again it contributes to stabilizing and balancing our mental health amidst the ruckus that is going on in our country so yeah ipl should go on as scheduled so that's it from our side hope you enjoyed our podcast and stay tuned for such uh, for more podcasts on spotify google podcast and apple podcast uh, and do follow us on our instagram handle let's talk cricket podcast till then uh i mean the cases are rising now in the second wave in india here so please do stay safe wear your masks uh maintain social distancing uh please do sanitize yourself and 
Stay safe. Cheers.